Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. It's Growing in Grace. Hey, you can find us at growingingrace.org. I'm the Breeze Man, Joel Brzezinski. And the cap, Mike Kapler, is with me getting into some... I, I just love the stuff that we've been uh, talking about here on Growing in Grace lately, Cap. The whole idea of not just a knowledge of, of our identity in Christ, which is wonderful. We Our identity in Christ and all the wonderful things that we can know about who we are in Christ, that's good stuff. But when we move on to... Not move on, but when we include in this God's view of us and how our identity came to be, not because of anything that we've done or do, but because God himself has crowned us, God himself has crowned us with glory and honor or dignity and worth. He has placed, God himself places such a high value on us, and it's good to know that. I was listening to, you know, a a sermon cap that you and I had had heard 15 years ago and uh, on this subject. And as I listened to it, I just, my back straightened up and I just, I felt my my whole body just rose and I just felt the good feeling of, of knowing how God views me. It helps a person in your walk with Christ when you feel maybe the mire or muck of, of, of having sinned or not feeling worthy of God, it helps you to know that God thinks highly of you. And uh, so we'll talk some more about that uh, this week as we move on with some of this great talk, Cap. Yeah, it's it's why we constantly need our minds renewed uh, to the to the good news of, of God's word. The, you know, the, the soulish realm, the emotional and the mental uh, realm that uh, makes up a part of us, you know, that, that can be a battleground sometimes. And we are spirits. That's that's who we are. That's that's we're we're not a soul. You know, some somebody might say, well, the Titanic lost you know so many so many hundreds of souls when the ship sank. But you, we're we're a spirit, and we have a soul, and we live in a physical body at this time. In in the heart of each and every one of us, God has made us to be something very special, very much like Him, and that's what we want to talk about today. The soulish realm, the, the, the renewing of the mind, that's something that can change from time to time, and, and, and we wrestle with that. I don't know if, if this is a good time or not, Joel, but you were just talking before we came on about something that we had heard years ago from somebody who was ministering this message, who had pointed out, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of people get concerned about grace causing people to want to sin or giving them a license to sin. you got to be careful with that gray stuff. You need a balance. Um, Could you um, share real quickly why we as believers growing in grace do not want to sin? Right, yeah, and and that is kind of a skewed view of grace, you know, the the whole idea that grace just makes one of people run out and sin. We've covered that on in the past here on Growing in Grace, but you know, a lot of I think a lot of Christians and in my view for a long time about why I don't want to sin was because, well, I'll get in trouble with God. You know, that was the whole idea or in trouble with other people, you know, depending on what the sin is and and how it affects other people. But in context of what we're talking about here last week and this week, that God's view of us is so high. He has crowned us. He created us, and he crowned us with dignity 
and worth. He crowned us with glory and honor. And so many of those wonderful words we talked about last week, abundance, riches, splendor, a great reputation. He, he crowned us with these wonderful things. That's what God did for us. That's how he thinks of us in those ways. And so that's who we are. That is our true status with God, dignity and worth. He values us highly. And what does sin do in that case in our lives? Well, it doesn't. Now, here's the thing, and a very important thing. It doesn't lessen God's value of us. God continues to value us with glory and honor. He looks at us as people of dignity. But one thing that it can do for us, like you were talking about the whole soul realm, Cap, in our spirits, we've been made right with God, and there's nothing that can destroy that. But when we sin, we ourselves kind of shrink back from God. We, you know, we have the tendency as human beings to think of ourselves less than what our worth and value really is. And so it's not that sin gets us in trouble with God, but one thing that sin can do is it can cause us to not experience the, the fullness and the reality of what God has created us to be and how he feels about us. Sin can lower our own sense of the value that God has placed on us, our own sense of our dignity and worth that is, that is our reality. And so it's not so much, again, I just want to repeat that. Our sin has been taken care of as far as God is concerned. The slate has been wiped clean. But when we do step out into areas that are contrary to uh, the value and the worth that God has placed on us, it, it's simply in our own minds and, and hearts can uh, lessen what we think about God and about ourselves. Yeah, and, and for those who didn't catch last week's program, uh, we really encourage you to uh, to go back and, and pick up on, on what we were talking about because we're, we're going to go back to it here for a minute. You were reading from Psalm 8 last week, Joel or the, the writer of Hebrews also quoted this passage, and it says, for you have made him, and I'm picking up in the middle here, that's why I want you to go back and listen to last week's program. You have made him, speaking of man, uh, talking about God, speaking of man, you have made him a little lower than the angels and have crowned him with glory and honor. That word angels, we didn't talk about it last week, but in the, in the Hebrew, it's the word Elohim. And uh, the root word from that as if Elohim wasn't enough, but even the root word from that basically means God. For some reason, translated angels here, and I think it leaves the wrong impression. You have made him, let's, so let's read this again. You have made him a little lower than God himself and have crowned him with glory and honor. Thoughts on that? That is, you know, that's major stuff. I mean, we think of ourselves, again, um, as unworthy worms, uh, we're just ants. We're just little things that maybe God will someday come and take time to to spend with us and and all of that. But <laughs> God created us a little lower than Himself. Not just not way down there. Not low. It's not as if God has to uh, get down on the ground and uh, you know you know like uh, and kneel down or bend down in order to see us. But He has placed us right up there with Himself. He had, God himself has done this. We were created in his image. You know, see, a worm, just to use that analogy, is not in our image <laughs> as a human being. We don't relate to worms in a dignified way, so to speak. We put them on hooks and we try to catch fish with them. <laughs> but, but God 
looks at us not as worms, but as he has lifted his, lifted us up to himself, creating us just a little lower than himself. And then there's some uh, wonderful applications we can make with that and some other wonderful things I know, Cap, from Ephesians and other places that talk about how we've been seated together with Christ, too. Yeah, I mean, I would encourage, I know we, we touched on it last week, but I would encourage people, and I, I know it takes a little effort, might take a few minutes, although it's easy with the, the online thing anymore, but go look up uh, the meaning of the words, either in the Hebrew in Psalm 8 or in Hebrews chapter 2, the, the words glory and honor. Look up the words and what they mean in the Greek and in the Hebrew, because it is a revelation of beginning to understand how God sees us. And Joel, even though you and I have been talking about this now for a short period of time, I don't think, I don't think we have a clue. I don't, I don't know how much we can absorb what God has really uh, created us to be in crowning us with glory and honor. I don't think we can even really grasp uh, that because we've, all of our lives we, we haven't been told this stuff, and, it, and it's new. It's very exciting. But I was also looking in, in Hebrews chapter, or not Hebrews, but Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6. And God has raised us up together, it says. He has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. There's an implication here, and I don't want to be misunderstood here, but I know I will be. I'll go ahead and say it anyway, and then you can <laughs> maybe put it in better words, Joel. But there's an implication here based on everything we've talked about over the last two weeks, that we have been raised to be equal with God. I'm not saying we are God. I'm just saying we've been placed in a position of glory and honor that is like God. Mm-hmm. I mean, where, where am I going wrong? Yeah, I think, I think you're right there. I think where people would think would think that you're off, where I don't think you are, is just the whole fact of, of we think of ourselves as way, 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 way lower than God. Again, like I've been talking about, we think of ourselves as worms, but God himself, and this is really the the point of this whole thing, is that God himself has made us, again, in his image, and then, of course, you know, the whole uh, fall happened with Adam, and uh, sin entered, and death entered, and all that stuff, but in Christ Jesus uh, just reading just before that uh, verse you were talking about, uh, Cap, he has made us alive together with Christ, and he's raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Where Christ is at, that's where we are at. God has elevated us up to where Christ is at, and Christ is eternal. Christ is the living God. And again, like you were saying, we're not saying that we are God, but we're not worms either. We're not unworthy worms, but we have been created by God with, with value to be like him in the sense that we've been created and, and made in his image and raised up together with Christ. Yeah, raised up together, made alive together, made to sit together, crowned with glory and honor. Remember what honor means in the Greek? A value by which the price is fixed. There's no inflation. There's no deflation. You are valued at, at the highest possible price that will never change. And it has nothing, nothing to do with your performance, how well you think you're living the Christian life, and it doesn't have anything to do with your failures either. It has everything to do with him, what he has done, what he has completed, 
and what he spent on you, which was his, his very own life blood. It's fascinating to, to learn this stuff, and I look forward to growing in it, Joel. Yeah, me too. And, and I think, like you were saying earlier, it's not that we can really grasp it right now. We can't grasp all of it, but we can dwell upon it. Sometimes in our souls, in our thinking, and in our minds, and our, our emotions, we dwell upon how unworthy we feel. We dwell upon, well, I've, I've sinned, and I've just horribly missed the mark in so many ways, and, and we dwell upon that stuff. What we're talking about here is dwelling upon the truth, <laughs> the truth of how God sees us, the truth of what God thinks of us, how he values us, the truth of what he himself has created us to be. Like you were saying, Cap, it's not based upon our performance. I think that's where we go wrong when we make it about our performance, but it's about God, what he sees, what he values, and what he did in order to raise us up together with him. So that's just really important stuff for us to dwell upon and uh, to carry with us as we go about our daily lives in Christ. All right, so how do we stay in this place where we are reminded of who we are so that it doesn't slip away from us? That's what we're going to talk about more next week. I hope you'll join us Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.